0: Drop
1: the subject, the new Channel Q. Oh my goodness, drop the subject, Allie and Jarrett here (laughs) live after a very, very busy weekend. We are in
2: here getting ourselves pumped like, let's kill this show.
1: Let's do it, let's smash this show. (laughs) Sometimes you got to get that bro energy. Yes, let's a, let's turn it up. Good As you brush your hair. As
2: I, you know, get my hair looking like something like somebody <laughs> lives here.
1: Well, it was uh, we have a great show lined up for you today. We have all kinds of stuff like the Monday Munch report. We had there's a lot of updates on Felicity Huffman, uh, perhaps even the package that we sent her. I don't know if she would uh, theoretically be receiving it today because we mailed it out on Friday. And so, I mean, it's not going very far. It's just going up north a couple hundred miles. So, they do have some pictures of the, the first images of her in her little jumpsuit. Oh, she looks adorable. Her
2: little jumpsuit. Her
1: little jumpsuit. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the most regrettable things that you've ever sent as far as emails, uh, tweets, uh, text messages. What, what are the times where you actually hit send and then you you reread what you sent and said. Oh God, why did I do that? So we'll have a conversation about that. But Jarrett, you and I had a fun-filled weekend. It uh, yes, of course, we went to Weekend Survive. I also went to Disneyland yesterday. It was a very jam-packed week. But we started it off by uh, doing a lovely birthday party for Channel Q on Friday at the Abbey. It was Happy Hour, and it was the Channel Q Happy Hour that we've been talking about for uh, a couple of months now. And we got to meet our winner. Of the flyaway, this, was, his name was Brian, right? Yes,
2: his name was Brian.
1: And he had flown out from Houston. He was a huge fan of, he is a huge fan of Channel Q. and he it flew was, here
2: from Houston, Texas with his husband. It
1: was fantastic yeah, to meet somebody who had kind of been there since day one, because we're a pretty new station, we, right. we're still in diapers. Well, we're, so he, it's amazing that he's been listening as long as he has since day one. He
2: said that he was listening to the station that was on before uh, Channel Q was on that station. It was like a dance station or something and then Channel Q started and he was like oh I love this this is great and he's been listening all ever since.
1: I will say I don't know what your conversations were like with Brian but mine were as follows. He said that I was better looking than he imagined and smaller than he imagined and he instantly became my new best friend. <laughs>
2: He's like, you're so tiny." You're like, thank you so much. I was so like, much. hello.
1: Why don't we have a long conversation about this? <laughs> it was amazing because usually, I mean when I was doing my show up in the Bay Area people always were like, oh yeah, you're you're uh, cuter than I thought. Like I thought that you were just going to, you know, they explain.
2: You always talk about yourself like you're a gargoyle or something. Well yeah,
1: they're like, I Expected you to look like a bridge troll or something, and the fact that you look like a normal human being is amazing. So. You
2: talk about yourself like you're a garden gnome, <laughs> and like I think, I think you do that on purpose so that when people meet you, then they will be like, "Oh my god, you're so much prettier." Oh my god, you
1: have a face, and the eyes <laughs> exactly. are in the spaces that they're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be.
2: I, I totally get that. It's a great strategy. It is. It, it, is. it, works, it works for me because yeah, yeah. as
1: soon as I do anything. To look even remotely good, people are like, "Wow, you clean up nice." Well, when you cut
2: your hair this weekend, it's a little bit shorter too. Like you walked into Weekend Survive over the weekend, and I was like, "Your hair's shorter, and it's curled, and everything."
1: I have really outgayed myself.
2: I was going to say you're you're getting gayer and gayer with every chop. It's like, this is what Ellen DeGeneres did. She um, when the show started, she had longer addicted. hair, and it's like it's shorter and shorter and shorter. You're going to have hair the length of mine by the about a year.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be using the same brush it, exactly. Be, I um. When I first started cutting my hair shorter, that was when people thought that I had a mullet, and at one point, Ellen DeGeneres did have a mullet, so I kind of am following in her footsteps, if the mullet thing is true, which I will deny till the end of time, but <laughs> get, cutting your hair shorter and shorter does get addicting, And but it wasn't all my decision. I had kind of half-assed the shortcut before, and then uh, I, Katie was very very worried about it, and then Katie thought it was sexy. So when I went to go get my hair done this weekend, I was like, all right, I don't, I think I'm just gonna do like my normal, and she was like, no, you should go shorter, and I was like, oh really? Should I? <laughs> so uh, now I've done this. And, and you'd, hopefully you'd, it's complimentary. now. Hopefully now I it. don't look like a bridge troll. No, where I, on Friday I did not have this haircut, and if and Brian they, saw me now, he'd be like, ah!
2: You debuted the hair at the at the concert, and it was interesting because like it was, all of us are never together because we all work in different day parts. You know, like the morning show never sees the evening people, and and so on. And so it was kind of cool to all be together um, at the Abbey for um, uh, meeting Brian, and then at Weekend Survive over the weekend. We got um, so
1: much socializing with each other. It was really yeah. really nice because yeah, you're right, we don't get to see each especially, you know, like Dr. Chris, I don't barely see yeah. because I'm always gone by then. Uh, the morning show, of course, we see a little more often, but it was ni- it's always nice to socialize with people like that. But I am upset because when we went to Channel Q happy hour at the Abbey, I I got there, what, it was like 6.15 or whatever. We had a great time. You probably stayed till like, what, 9.30? Yeah. The next day, I see a picture on Michaela's Instagram with freaking Teresa Caputo of the Long Long Island media. Apparently,
2: she was there. Who was there. And I didn't see her either. And I was like, I was here when she was here and I didn't see her? Like, how does that work? And
1: I'm not a person who gets super... Crazy about meeting celebrities or I would anything like that. To have but met her. She would be one of my top <sighs> so because I would just walk her. up and be like, "Anything?"
2: And and, so and like, hey, anything? hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to tell you my name. You should oh, know
1: it. To have a Long Island iced tea with the Long Island medium, Oh God. <laughs> that's a bucket list thing that hopefully will happen at some point.
2: Hopefully, if we're all lucky. We've got a whole lot of show coming up for you. We've got more about our crazy outrageous weekend with Weekend Survive and um, all the Channel Q talent. But also, we've got to update you on Felicity Huffman and what's going on. We've got her first images from the Clank, And also, <laughs> we've got uh, the Monday Munch Report. There's so much show coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Drop the subject returns in just a couple minutes.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Man it will be. Welcome back.
2: Um, we're in here talking about Orange is the new black because we're getting ready to talk about the one and only Felicity Huffman, who I don't know if you heard, but she's in the hoose gal. <laughs> The Who Justin had this idea that I should after that tease we did, he had the idea that I should always use a different word for for jail. So while you guys were listening to music, I was doing research on other terms for jail. How many are there? Like fifty?
1: Who's cow is my new favorite word. Where the hell's that where the hell is that from the de- dictionary.com word of the day? I have
2: no idea what the who'sgow is, but let me tell you, I have like thirty different words here. So if you're lucky, we'll get through them all. Right,
1: all right, well, we both have updates in the college admission scandal. Felicity Huffman has been officially seen in her jumpsuit. It is not orange as the new black. It is the blue animal. is the, the new black. It's like
2: a yeah I've, I her picture um Made it onto the internet on the interwebs this week, um, uh, where we saw her in the mainline joint, and uh, it that's another word. Well, why um, are they
1: letting her walk around? Like, it seems I saw the video, and it seems like she's just kind of walking around. She's got a hat, she's got little glasses well, she's with a in, chain. like low
2: security prison, so like they probably have a lot of outdoor time, like where they're out of you know the Skinner joint, um, <laughs> so, getting whether she gets to walk around the Stony Lonesome. <laughs> Uh, and um, you know, at the Con College, they let you get out and uh, enjoy the glass house.
1: <laughs> sorry, this, this is list. so much better than the actual this updates. This
2: list is killing me. Well,
1: so sh- so William H Macy and their daughter was they were visiting her in prison, and it was like, or sorry, not prison.
2: Oh, sorry, you mean the bucket? <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, they were visiting the bucket, and I'm saying, okay, if she's only got 13 the idea that they're days. I do visiting her already right. while she's
2: in, in Club Fed is like <laughs> ridiculous she's to me. She's
1: only been there for like four days.
2: Oh, Lord. She's gone away this, longer than this to shoot an episode of a TV show. Exactly. Like, chill out. I don't know why I'm in the Gray Bar like, Hotel. You're doing okay.
1: But she did look in the video. Gray <laughs> Bar Hotel. I'm like,
2: the what? Bar. I didn't get it until I said it. Gray Bar Hotel. The bars oh, are great. Oh, that's you know. adorable. Yeah.
1: It seems, though, when she she had a little bit of a prison swagger she seemed a little tougher she was like yeah I I love that I'm
2: hard that CNN has the photos like on full screen and like they're doing like the we always they're, um, they're stock. whenever you have stock photos you have to have file footage that you can roll or like b-roll and it's the same photo but it's like a close up it's like a pushed back <laughs> then it's moving left across yeah. the screen and then it's up close again
1: and I want to see all of them I want to see
2: it's the same photo it's the just, same photo yeah, yeah.
1: I don't care
2: it's her in the calaboose and you know <laughs> just, just trying to all right. live her life
1: well speaking of the calaboose a couple other people have been sentenced uh, and many many more are expected to plead guilty today so Marjorie Clark Flapper.
2: Heading to the castle. She's
1: heading to the castle. She's from Menlo Park. She's 50. She pled guilty in May. And uh, she is being sentenced to three weeks. In the cooler. In the cooler. Pra- in the cooler. <laughs> and she, that that will be making her the ninth parent sentence so far. Another guy who is headed over to the...
2: To the country club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is a Southern California real estate developer named Robert Flaxman. Oh, he de-
2: he deserves to go to the Crowbar Hotel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Now it's the Crowbar Hotel. Hey, it was the listen, Graybar one. You know. Uh, let me see. He was sentenced to one full month for conspiring to inflate his daughter's college admission test score. And uh, she. Uh, it was another one of the fake athlete credentials type thing, posing as recruits in sports such as water polo and tennis. And then there are many, many others. This is from the New York Times saying Douglas Hodge, who is a retired chief executive of PIMCO. Headed he, to the digger. Well, he is pleading guilty and then he will be headed to the digger. And there are many others. I believe at least three other parents are expected to plead guilty today. And I think that what was happening was that some of these parents were holding out because they thought that maybe it would be better to enter a non-guilty plea. And I think the lawyers were like, just please.
2: Like, don't do send your, this to the farm.
1: Just <laughs> do yourself a favor. It'll be less time at the farm if you just plead guilty. Yeah. So there are a lot more people that are going to be pleading guilty after that. But Lori Laughlin's still holding true. Listen, she's going to be not guilty. Please, she's
2: going to be in the stockade <gasps> like none other.
1: She's going to be. She's going to. She's going to have to create alliances. Oh my like, god. She's going to be in there long enough where she's going to have to come up with a strategy. What's
2: going to be awkward is like when you're when she's in in the jug and <laughs> they're having like full house reruns on the TV you know that's what I mean that's gonna be so that's great. gonna be interesting and they're
1: gonna make her watch it watch it watch, watch yourself alright Monday- oh my god <laughs> I'm in the pokey <laughs> the pokey ooh yummy mm-hmm. uh, speaking of Monday Munch Report next drop the subject
0: we'll be right back the new channel Q Dropped the subject, the new Channel Q. What is oh, this?
2: Okay, this is because we're doing a thing here. Okay, I was like, wait, what just happened? Um, Allie, we got something in the mail.
0: I'm, I'm excited.
2: And there's a much bigger box than I was expecting.
1: Oh, I know what this is.
2: The, I want candy.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, no, really? It's I That's, want candy? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I thought it was the theme song from Out of the Box.
2: Okay, welcome. Out of the box. Welcome to our conversation. Out of the box. I was
1: like, whoa, this is a deep dive.
2: Um, okay, so last week we were very excited to have the CEO of Jelly Belly on to give us the history of candy corn and how it's made.
1: I think that excited was an understatement.
2: Probably true. You
1: and I were
2: very, 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 like, very, like, very, stoked about this. very happy. So actually, like one of like the most excited guests, the most excited we've been for a guest um, in a long time. So um, when we hung up the phone with her when we got off the air she was saying to Justin like oh I want to send you guys something in the mail and me and Allie were like oh my god what what's going to be is coming what is a lifetime supply of candy corn <laughs> exactly and I did not expect such a big box to show up um, but and
1: and Jarrett you forget. When did we talk to her? Wednesday. Yeah, and it got here on Friday. She did like next day air. She
2: overnighted this because she's, the, big she's
1: boss. the CEO of Jelly Belly. She runs this. She has next day air money.
2: So she does have next day air money. So there's a letter in here. I'm going to read the letter. You can go through what's in there.
1: All right, we're unboxing now. <gasps> okay.
2: Um, It says, Jarrett Alley and the other candy corn connoisseurs at Radio (laughs) Channel Q. Um, Thank you for loving candy corn so much. We are delighted to be included on your show on Wednesday. Corn Con 2020 sounds amazing, and we can't wait to get our tricolor wristbands. You stop it. Oh, my God. Tricolor wristbands for Corn Yes. Okay. She's She's excited about (laughs) Corn Con 2020. We have several RSVPs. In the meantime, please enjoy the enclosed (gasps) hand-selected with your sophisticated palettes in mind. (laughs) Jelly Belly's traditional candy corn, plus giant corn.
1: Giant corn?
2: Cupid corn. It's strawberry. <gasps> a few other candy corn adjacent treats and a Fairfield exclusive candy corn flavored fudge. Oh, that's the fudge that I used to make when I worked at... Ca- oh. Are you crying? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It says, "Please tell Emmy not to worry. We included some non-candy corn essentials for the candy corn haters. Although,
1: <laughs> ha. Ha. <laughs> as I said,
2: you might still want to give Jelly Belly candy corn a try before you make up your mind." Finally, Jarrett, what a treat to see a former Jelly Belly employee find such a great success in their career. Oh, oh.
1: Lord, um, it's I every love day you. that my
2: team and I encounter someone with a connection to our company. Oh,
1: This that's is such so a cool. long, heartfelt letter. I'm like a little bit emotional.
2: CEOs have time. Well. I mean, this came she from the publicist. Li- oh, it did. Well, her and the publicist. Well, yeah. She ha-
1: okay. So Emmy, now w- you do you have weren't... to taste
2: Jelly Belly candy corn.
1: Yes, because you weren't here when we were talking to her, and she advised anybody who doesn't love candy corn to first try Jelly Belly candy corn because she says it's Emmy's different a- the way that we make it, and it's, it has thrilled. the perfect texture and flavor in mind. So Justin, here you, you have go, to taste Emmy. it too.
2: We're gonna leave candy corn in the studio for um, all of our co-hosts. Well,
1: yeah, we have enough. We can just get air. We can just get air mailed more if we run out. And uh, there is one of the fascinating things that we learned from interviewing her was that they make it all year round, and they make different seasonal ones for Easter and Christmas. So these. Cupid Corns are so, red, pink and white and you said they're
2: strawberry flavored. We've got to we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, <gasps> Emmy's going to taste candy corn and This one look like a little cupcake. <laughs> Hopefully she'll love it and we've got so much other candy in here. This is so cool. Uh, we're coming right back. Drop the subject. We'll
0: be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: We are so off base in here.
0: I know. (laughs) Um, You know what? It's important. If you want
1: to see this amazing care package that we received from the CEO of Jelly Belly, Lisa, uh, we have it on our Instagram story right now, at DTS Show. You can follow along and see... The amazing treasure trove of items that she gave us. She gave us candy corn fudge. Just
2: candy corn fudge. It's fudge that tastes like candy corn. It's
1: great. It's uh, crazy. There's also cinnamon flavored candy corn, which I just got a chance to try. Not bad. Really?
2: Yeah, not bad. That makes me a little nervous. I'm not sure about that one.
1: Well, we have plenty of time to mm. try all of them. But, Emmy, for the Monday Munch Report, right now.
2: Well, first we have to play the music. Yeah. Because Jess and I... mm.
1: Num, 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 num,
2: mm. num, that sounds good. I'll have that. Yes, 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 yes. What are you doing? I'm gliding nope. the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. Before we talk about... Wait, we got 21 minutes of the, of the bed here. <laughs> of, the, of the intro. That's oh, Okay. <clears throat>
1: Before we get into what we actually did or did not eat at the Hollywood Bowl and this weekend in general for the Monday Munch Report, we have to get a live taste test from Emmy and Ginger Justin because neither of them say they like candy corn.
2: Justin's always said he was neutral, but leaning toward the, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Emmy, why don't you start? Because Lisa said, I always tell people that hate candy corn to try Jelly Belly Candy Corn. It's different and the texture is is, is more palatable. You look upset.
2: She's like, it you, tastes like candy corn. No, it's corn. a no.
1: That's a no for you. <laughs> it's definitely better than like the really hard candy corn
2: that just like might pull out like a filling or something you have. <laughs> but it's a no for me, dog. This is. <laughs> I'm pulling out the Randy Jackson there. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. Gingy Cohen. Gingy Cohen. You know, now I'm eating this. It brings me back to my childhood. And I hated my childhood. Uh... <laughs> no, it's, it's like the trauma. It's good. I it, could. I can get down with it.
1: So, then, when now we've met somebody for the first time who's indifferent about candy corn. Because you are, I think, a very small part of the Venn diagram, Ginger mm. Justin, where you don't really care either way. We always thought it was very polarizing, so but you seem kind of So, we've
2: converted Channel Q has converted one.
1: Well, I think that we have made a big victory today because we fudge? got our
2: first Don't worry about it. I want my other piece of my fudge. Don't worry about bone. where the rest of the fudge is. You ate it all, did you? <laughs> I did You ate all the fudge. I didn't. Okay. I, let's, I, it's so good.
1: Let's talk about what we actually did this weekend when it came to food. I really went,
2: quickly. Fun fact: fudge is part of what I used to make when I worked at the Jelly Belly factory. I used to make all the chocolate confections, and fudge was part of it. So eating candy corn fudge on my radio show. Is Wait, pretty so wild one
1: now. of your first jobs was packing fudge? <laughs> oh, is that oh what oh you're oh telling oh. me right now?
2: <laughs>
1: you <laughs> Emmy, <to> actually break. <laughs> did that? Emmy, like you,
2: please you, go. So
1: you read that description and you were like, "This is definitely
2: me." Wow! <laughs> Drop the what I should be doing? Oh my you god! You can make and package why fudge. Have I never very important. Thought about that? <laughs> well, it wasn't only great... packing fudge. Okay. Packing fudge was definitely part of it. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> well, I'm oh glad god. that you have experience. <laughs> See, with that's fudge what you get because God
2: doesn't like ugly.
1: That's <laughs>
2: that's why you can't even breathe right now. Oh. Okay. So what's interesting is, I'm eating the candy corn fudge, but it seems like we all had Mexican food weekends.
1: Uh, Inadvertently.
2: Right. Three of the four of us all had nacho weekends.
1: Well, because I I was really excited about the Hollywood Bowl food. Like we talked about leading into the weekend, you and I had never been to the Hollywood Bowl. There's all kinds of great food there. I saw sushi when I walked in. There were a lot of different. It wasn't just normal crappy fried stuff that you would normally get at any other concert venue this is they've got a, a whole smorgasbord of all kinds of different things so when we got there i was like oh my god can't wait i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna have a drink first but i'm gonna get up and get some food and then katie bought the first of several bottles of wine
2: Mm-hmm. she did
1: and i never made it to the food anything the entire evening same I never ate a, so, a damn thing. I ate two bottles of wine. Is what I so,
2: ate. so. Um, the people behind us, they had bought all this stuff, and they gave. They had a full charcuterie board, like a full charcuterie board. That's amazing. And they were like, "Here, take this." Yeah, because you they can bring us your own two stuff. Two platters of sushi, and I was like, I was not expecting any of this, but um, I really but yes. didn't eat much at the bowl, um, other than a gummy worm, which really changed the rest of my night. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mine was a Jolly Rancher, and parts of my next morning, if I'm honest. Uh huh. Um, But I had nachos uh, at the happy hour because the Abbey has some pretty good nachos, and then.
1: those nachos? Yeah. I had those nachos, and then when we got back from Hollywood Bowl, we hit up Taco Bell, because we hadn't eaten anything at the Hollywood Bowl. There you go. And then the next day at Disneyland, we didn't know what to eat, and someone said, you got to go to the Mexican place and get the carne asada plate. Oh. And then we had that plus nachos again, so every single day...
2: There you go, because I ended up having nachos again last night, because last night... <laughs> Friends of mine and I, we went to this thing called the Void, where you are in a virtual reality like suit, and you get to go play an Avengers game, like you're an Avenger. And so we did that. But afterwards, we went and we I had nachos at like uh, in Santa Monica, and they were delicious.
1: Well, you know, I think we've learned something on the Monday Munch Report this week that nachos bring people together. Is that what we've learned? I I don't know. Okay. I actually don't know what we've learned. I'll I think that we love sushi. Sometimes some people love candy corn, and everyone loves tacos and nachos. So. My
2: God! And I'm so excited about Jelly Belly. Thank you to all the folks over at Jelly Belly who uh, made the interview happen and gave us this food. Um, we'll take a quick break. We've got the news. The <laughs> we've got news it or lose it coming up in just a couple minutes.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
2: Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. <sighs> all Okay. right. Hey, we've all been consuming a lot of sugar. Um, for the record, Emmy did taste the strawberry candy corn and thought that was better. She liked that. She did say it was better, and yeah. I did not like them. You did not. I enjoyed it. I did not. Um, it's time for us to get into uh, News It or Lose It. Allie, you've got five headlines. I've got five votes. Let's do it.
1: All right. Headline number one. Here's how you can get paid to watch Disney movies.
2: Oh. Yes.
1: Great. Headline number two. What happens to your brain when you check your phone in the middle of the night?
2: Oh no. <laughs> um yeah, think this applies to you? Yeah.
1: Headline number three, habitual runaway emu being sought in by Minnesota police. Lose it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> runaway emu. Habitual runaway emu. Headline number four, here's how much baby food contains lead.
2: Oh my God, lose that. <laughs> I don't want to know.
1: <laughs> and then finally, I think the headline we've all been waiting for, Zoe Deschanel finally talks about Lauren Conrad naming her baby the exact same name as hers. Oh, thank
2: God. I've been waiting for her feedback on this.
1: Oh, jeez. I'm so glad we're going to have 24-hour coverage from this point on of that. So those are the three headlines you have to look forward to next. Oh, I was
2: being sarcastic. I don't care about that last one. Oh, are you losing it? Lose it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Get paid for Disney movies and uh, what happens to your brain when you check your
0: phone in the middle of the night. All that is next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q
2: I have a feeling the next like hour and a half is going to be really interesting around here because we're all hopped up on sugar
1: well we're all (laughs) hopped up on sugar but we're all also exhausted because we had a very long weekend and Emmy was sick you were sick uh you know between the AIDS walk the channel Q happy hour we can survive concert me at Disneyland randomly I mean there is a lot that happened
2: now crazy amounts of sugar sitting between you and I um this is going to be an interesting one. It's going to go time, off the rails. It's going to be off the rails. We've also added to the corn Con lineup, a Cameo is going to come perform their song Candy. And Mandy Moore is also going to be coming to perform her song Candy. Hey, so all y- that's happening. You know,
1: if there's anything I learned from We Can't Survive, it was because Halsey did that surprise Cameo. Right. And then she just shouted out, hey, I want to do a, a collab with Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. you can just say stuff Absolutely. and then it happens. So we've we've booked Mandy Moore
2: kind of in that kind of in that vein of just saying stuff and it happens it's time for news it or lose it <laughs> <laughs> drop the subject presents news it or lose it <laughs>
1: I spent about six solid hours at Disneyland yesterday. It was a rockin' good time. I've never been there during Halloween, but I did notice some crazy, crazy Disney fans. I mean, you know them when you see Ooh, them. Yes They're wearing their suspenders. They've got the pins all over the place. They uh, have usually are in line alone. because they don't want to be bothered with people anymore.
2: That's kind of true. They're like, you know, I don't have the the patience for people and they don't know how to park and they don't know.
1: Exactly. They're just there. They don't have their passes out. Yeah. And they're like, I've been on I've been on the Haunted Mansion, but I've never been uh, on it at this time during this part of the day, during this part of the year. Like they're very obsessive. Well, there's good news for people like you. If that's you, you can now get paid to watch tons of Disney movies. This is a job that, uh, you know, you have to have commitment and dedication to be qualified for. Uh, This is from a a media site. This is actually not through Disney, which is strange. I don't know how they're able to do this. But Review.org is seeking the biggest, baddest Disney fan to watch 30 of their favorite movies and TV shows on the Disney Plus streaming service in the 30 days after the platform launches on November 12th. You can get paid $1,000 just by Binging your favorite movies, and I believe there are five selected Disney fanatics that will get the
2: wait. Uh, but how much ability they pay you? to do that?
1: Uh, you're getting a thou- You're getting a grand
2: f- per movie.
1: No, you're getting a grand f- to watch thirty
2: Disney movies. Oh, uh, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> is that a low price for you? I'm
2: like, I mean, that's a lot of time commitment for, I mean, it's $1,000, I would do it.
1: I mean, ha- what's the hourly wage there? What is that, 30?
2: Um, Let's see, 30 times, I mean, because each of these sounds movies-
1: Sounds like is, a woman's
2: wage. <laughs> oh No. <laughs> uh, let's see, I'm guessing each movie's about an hour and a half times 30. Mm-hmm. That's 45 hours divided by 1,000. The hourly rate there is- Not-
1: I mean, if you include taxes. 20,
2: it's $22 an hour. Oh. That's not too bad. To
1: just sit there and watch TV? I'm not mad at it. Okay. All right. Okay. Now that we've broken it down, let's saying, read on. Can put it that way. Uh, so, <laughs> like I said, five people will uh, win this ability to watch all of these Disney movies and get $1,000, and they will also get a one-year subscription to Disney Plus and a Disney-themed movie-watching kit with a blanket, cups, a popcorn popper, and popcorn kernels. I'll laugh in the face of that with my candy corn. (laughs) 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 All right, we've
2: gotta have popcorn.
1: We do. We do have to get candy corn, popcorn. All
2: the people from Garrett's, maybe. All right, Chicago popcorn—that's like the cheese and the the caramel. We gotta have them at candy corn con.
1: (laughs) Okay. L- yeah. like I said let's just put it out there yeah, and then I'm these things it, happen
2: they just signed on actually so <laughs> it's really really good excited about
1: that <laughs> that was instant okay what happens to your brain when you check your phone in the middle of the night might feel like the perfect time to check emails or peep at a text and you know you don't want to make a habit of doing this because it's really not good for you um, by reaching for your phone this is according to a you know sleep expert they, they had a bunch of different doctors and researchers weigh in on this they said you're really telling your brain that it's time to wake up mm. the blue light from your phone mimics daylight and it suppresses the production of melatonin which we all know is what helps you sleep so if you are constantly glancing at it in the middle of the night you know just glancing at the time that can be enough to completely wake you up get your circadian rhythm all off and then when you check your email or start reading a, a news scroll or something like that you're playing games with your brain because your brain starts waking up and moving when you should not be doing that. You should be continuing to sleep.
2: This actually happened to me. I'm not a middle of the night waker-upper most of the time, but I fell asleep on the couch and I was there for a couple of hours and then I woke up and I got in bed and like I couldn't fall asleep right away so I grabbed my phone yep. and I was up for probably 45 minutes like on my phone and I was like, just put it down and I go back to sleep.
1: Yeah, I know. You're like, stop planning corn con. Just go <laughs> to sleep.
2: Listen, I've, I've just got another vendor booked, so we're, <laughs> this is happening. Alright, well then Stay on your phone all you want. (laughs) We'll take a quick break. We got more coming up.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: So things are getting interesting in the political world.
0: Oh um, now! Oh, finally!
2: Finally, things Probably, are you know, it's lot interesting. there's a snooze
1: fest that has been leading up.
2: <laughs> Everywhere else, it's been definitely a snooze fest. Um, and Sally Johnson tweets us, AKA uh, okay, Ali is tweeting at it us. It is
1: not. That's not me.
2: Uh, it <laughs>
1: and I know we're about to talk about somebody else who created a burner account, a burner Twitter account, and ooh, that's such a popular thing. So I don't not, do that.
2: So not at not, <laughs> not Ali burner account tweets. Uh, a Republican with Trump bashing burner account. This sounds too good, and I would know a thing or two about burner accounts. Okay,
1: it's not me. Just that's,
2: saying, that's literally what the tweet says. I
1: have been sitting here with you this entire
2: break in front of your computer.
1: I have. So okay. uh, I haven't been on my phone though, <laughs> and I don't tweet from my computer. I was say I don't
2: know if you heard, but they actually have the Twitter on the on the computer too.
1: Right. I thank you, Jared. I get it. Just saying, I'm not posting anything on Sally. <clears throat>
2: Anyhow, um, so this headline comes from NBC News. Uh, Ali was aware of this the entire time you were listening to music. <laughs> um, the headline is going to bring us into Trump Around. So, two stories here for you. One is... CNN really just, like, sidesteps Donald Trump um, in some ridiculousness. And who has a Twitter burner account? It's just a delicious wrap-up here. So, Donald Trump, I don't know if you guys were super familiar with him before he ran for president, but most people were.
1: You know what's a bummer? And I know this is a bit of a tangent, but I'll be quick. Seeing old movies... With Donald from, Trump, in them? yes, yeah. like he's in the Little Rascals, and yep. I was like, like I don't. Don't ask me why I rewatched that recently, but I was like, oh. oh. And then there's a few mentions of him in The Golden Girls, and I was like, geez. Listen, if there's we some. No one,
2: there's some really good pop culture moments from The Apprentice, like yeah. really good ones. Um, so Sorry. anyhow, uh, Ali, Emmy's like, you recognize She's we're on the like, radio, please
1: right? Please stop. So Stay on topic.
2: Donald Trump had threatened to sue CNN. Um, this story comes from Variety. It says an attorney for President Donald Trump has sent a letter to CNN that threatened to sue the AT&T-owned cable news network for violating the Lanham Act and making representat- misrepresentations to the public and advertisers about its content. But the network says this missive isn't worth discussing. A statement from CNN says the following, this is nothing more than a desperate PR stunt and doesn't merit a response. Ha <laughs> ha! I love that. Uh, like it's so perfect. Like, girl, we're not even checking for you. We're busy covering news.
1: Thanks. We've Moving got on. all of our stuff in check. Exactly. You can Move it along. So when you're saying one of Donald Trump's lawyers, that's not Rudy, is it?
2: Probably not. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, it's just. I think this is a. Uh, Charles Harder, a noted attorney who played a large role in the downfall of the snarky news site Gawker, sent a letter to Jeff Zucker, the president oh, of CNN. Got it. Okay. Um, so that was delicious, but you also remember like Donald Trump suing people is like literally how he makes money. Well, um, I mean,
1: yeah, it's everyone gets sue happy in America. Exactly. It's just like sue but Donald first, Trump. Ask questions later on
2: another level. Um, NBC uh, has uh, this headline that says Romney confirms he's behind anonymous. Pierre Delecto Twitter account. It says Senator Mitt Romney confirmed late Sunday that he is behind this anonymous Twitter account um, that, and he's been using it as a lurker on social media for mo- for the past decade, which oh is my, crazy.
1: How many follow? I wonder, because I was just trying to look up Pierre Delecto and I can't see the Twitter account anymore, so he must have shut it down.
2: Well, it's interesting because a, 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 Slate, a reporter over at Slate.com started looking at the account and was like, I'm pretty sure this is maybe Mitt Romney it says the account was first revealed by Slate's Ashley Feinberg who was also responsible for revealing James Comey's fake Twitter account wow Um, Yeah, she's what a fun job exactly right I would love to try that um, yeah interesting things happening in the political world
1: I dare that person to prove that I am that Sally Johnson burner account
2: yeah I'm gonna send that right over to send
1: them send it to them and then
0: send it to CNN make it happen drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
2: <laughs> Allie's always, I mean, excuse me, Emmy's always counting us down into the when the music's got to be over. <laughs> She's like, 10 seconds. Look alive.
1: I know. Look alive, people. Look alive. <laughs>
2: I haven't heard that since my like studio news days. Look alive, people. We're back. We really are like <laughs> children today <laughs>
1: we because are. we're like, yay, candy. Woo. Oh, <laughs> <a> notifications. <laughs> have a. <clears throat> <laughs> like we are just really all over the place. Oh, okay, you got a
2: story? Live a I do, I do.
1: Well, this is uh, this story has to do with the whole uh, vape ban slash mystery lung illness. All Let's of just that call this stuff.
2: What this is this is freaking crazy.
1: It's crazy. So I always say there are a lot of buzzwords when you ask what somebody does, and they're like, "I'm an influencer" or "I'm an entrepreneur." This woman. Called herself a vape pioneer, which is a be, new level of BS.
2: She's going to be finding herself in the in the joint. I still have a few of these letters oh, okay, left. Okay, yeah, There's go, a few of these go words for left. it.
1: I feel like you can add them in, pepper them in throughout. So, of course, we all know vape, like actual vapes that were nicotine based or CBD based or even THC uh, vapes. A lot of those have been uh, giving people an infection in their lungs. They're not really sure what it is. There have been, I think, more than 30 people have died at this point. And now everyone's going, maybe we should ban it or whatever. But there's one specific company that was making a CBD vape. And the company's name is YOLO, which, of course, stands for You Only Live Once! Exclamation point.
2: I have a friend that his name is actually YOLO. And people are like, oh, like the Drake song? He's like, oh, no, like my name. No, no. My name is... I yellow. was here before Drake. Exactly, yeah.
1: So, Janelle Thompson is the person who, I guess, started this company and decided to start making CBD vapes because, you know, why not get in the game? It's like making... It's like the new soap making, you know, where people everyone's make soap. Everyone's doing it, yeah. yeah. like, everyone's like, I make soap or I make essential oils and then I sell them at the farmer's market. Everyone can do that now with CBD. <laughs> Every true. I've run yeah. into so many people now they are like, I make my own CBD. I make lotions and blah, 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 blah. Um... See? I think
2: it's great though because like everyone has access to it and like it's a natural product and it doesn't have like negative side effects. So like if it's working for people I say turn up. Oh
1: no, I I started using of um like a daily dropper. Yeah. And I really like it. If you, if anyone's in the LA area, Pure CBD Boutique is where I've got my stuff. And it's really, I really like it. Because I've always been afraid of taking CBD on a regular basis because I didn't want to be high at work or anything yeah. like that. But I have anxiety and I don't have it to the point where I need a regular medication every single day. But sure. it does, I just need something to like take the edge off a little bit. And I've been well, doing it for like a couple weeks and I really like that's it. That's what
2: people love about CBD is it doesn't make you high. Like, because there's no THC in it. So, yeah. like, it, it kind of just gives gives you the positive effects without, you know, being high.
1: Yeah, but I've never tried a CBD vape and I'm very glad that I've never tried the YOLO CBD vape because many people were developing a mysterious lung illness from that vape specifically because she this woman was putting synthetic marijuana and lacing the CBD vapes with she that. She
2: is going to prison. So
1: she is to a uh,
2: prison. She's going Oh, sorry. Um she's going to find herself in the stockade.
1: Alright, uh, so she has been just lacing CBD vapes with this stuff, and I mean, I I guess everyone that has been vaping this is getting horrible hallucinations, some people have even been getting seizures, this is just so blatant, when, when the CBD vape, like the, when the... Uh, nicotine vapes and all that stuff I was talking about how they're bad for you. I was like, well, I think that it's probably black market type stuff. Yeah.
2: You that's know, that's exactly because, what you were saying here.
1: Yeah, because when you don't know how to regulate something that's very new, people could like I said, my wife's friend lives in an apartment complex where her downstairs neighbor makes vape liquid. Like oh. people make it in their house. Like they make it like they make soap. So you don't know what people are doing with it. And then some vape pioneer comes in and is like, this is YOLO. It's the new thing. And then everyone starts just inhaling it. You don't know where you're getting, where it's coming from and what's in it.
2: There's no regulation on it to know like what's in it, what's supposed to be in it, what's not. There's no like uh, requirement for ingredients lists or anything like that. Uh, What's this lady's name? Janelle Thompson. Janelle Thompson. You got a trip to the sneezer coming up. (laughs)
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: Coming up a little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking about times that you've hit the send button on a text message or an email or something like that and really regretted it. So if you've got a story, you can give us a call. Uh, give us a call. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. Uh, we'll be talking about that later on in the show.
1: Yeah, mine has to do with an X.
2: Mine does too, actually.
1: Really? Oh. Well, I'm also reading the depths of Reddit on this too, and reading some real gems oh. that we can share. But nice. if you have anything specifically that you have sent, and then you look the next day, and you're like, "Why? Why Google? Did you let me?" Or even
2: or even like a second later, like, "Oh my god!" Wait, wait, wait. Well, they do have that <laughs> yeah. new
1: thing where it's like you can undo it within 30 seconds. With emails, but
2: not with text messages. No, 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 not yeah. with
1: text messages. Okay,
2: so this weekend, I went to Weekend Survive. You did. I did. I don't know if you heard about Why? that. Um, went to Weekend survived, but I had to leave um, during Camila Cabello because I had a birthday party that I was also supposed to be going to. Which
1: I had no idea and I, Just, I applaud you for going to that well, because I cannot <laughs> do more than one thing in a day. So to be
2: fair, I it was at a friend's house for another friend and I got there and it was literally the two friends who live there and the person whose birthday it was left. Right. <laughs> and they're like sitting in the dark and, they're and like, just, like what are you doing? Kind of recapping the night, exactly. So I was there and the gummy worm was still happening to my body. And uh, just
1: one gummy worm?
2: Just one. Because okay. Ryan was like, have two and I was like, I don't know what's in this. Uh huh. So anyway. Glad you waited. Right. Um, then I leave there and I get into the Uber to go home. And my driver is one of those drivers who's really chatty. And I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. There's a gummy worm involved. Mm -hmm. It's late.
1: Sometimes gummy worm will make you just as chatty. Not this one. Not this
2: one. This one was the one that made me super analytical. I was like thinking about everything (laughs) like three times deep so I texted my friends who I just left and I was saying to them that you know my driver was really chatty and like
1: and you accidentally sent it to your driver
2: <laughs> I, I wish that's
1: a regrettable text right there
2: that would definitely be a regrettable text but that's not what happened I then am uh texting them I'm like oh he just won't stop talking <laughs> and my friend texts me back and he quit wait what was he talking to about? Was it his real business? Ali, you're asking me questions I can't remember the All answers right. to Well,
1: I'm just saying, was it like the most annoying Uber conversation ever, which is like, you know, I'm actually in a band.
2: Come no, on, I'm here's their music right
1: now. Well, you just leave in a concert? I play music, too. This is just something I do on the set.
2: He was one of those guys that wanted to talk about any and or everything And it was just like, anything that came up, he had something to talk about. So kind of like that, Okay. So I I tweet them, and I say he won't stop talking. Make him stop talking, and I send the facepalm emoji. My friend Chris responds back to me, and I think Chris is going to be on our show at some point. Um, He says, every time I get a driver like that, I always think about the retiree I got once who told me he started driving because he was so lonely. No. He asked me to sit in the front seat with him. It was kind of sad. And I was like... How am I supposed to... Okay, you what? cannot
1: send texts like that to people who are high on gummy worms. So That's I, not fair. I send
2: him back, what exclamation question mark? Yeah. Like, was black... this person old? The person that was in your car? He was an older guy, but he wasn't old. Oh. Um, and so I send him long expletive you um and then i was like you're guilting the blank out of me in my time of need he was like lol right i was like now i have to talk to this guy like, so then did you yeah <laughs> i spent the entire time feeling so guilty like, like yes sir right and what then i was just do thinking you want to like, talk about oh man like people do need engagement people need to talk to other people and you're like right the ideas are delicious <laughs> well the idea of an old man saying to telling a writer, hey, could you write up front with me? I started driving because I was so lonely. Mm. That like broke my heart. I wanted to cry in the backseat of the Uber Uber and the gummy worm was working well enough that I might have. <laughs> so it I, was, Yeah, it's tough when you see older
1: people working little jobs like that. Like I've seen very, very old lady working at like a department, like a CVS. Yeah. And they're like, hi, how are you? Do you need a bag? And I'm like, oh, why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you have to to survive? Or are you just doing it to like get out of the house yeah. and do something fun?
2: My grandmother, she um, worked uh, on a school bus. like, She was like the sc- the attendant on the bus. And she was like, yeah, just do it to so get out of the house. Because like, she lives in Omaha, where a lot of our family lives. or A lot of you know, my mom's side of the family. And she was like, yeah, i just like to be able to get out and see people and do something. And okay. I was like... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I felt like utter trash riding in the back of an Uber because the guy was like, I was like, what if he's lonely?
1: Yeah. Well, if you feel like trash in the back of an Uber, then I say it's still a good
2: weekend. Well, there you go.
0: Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: All right. We are still recovering from a jam-packed weekend. We had a, we can survive. What was that music, Ginger Justin?
2: He's over here having too much fun. He's not playing anymore.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's like it like started and then stopped. Uh, we went to We Can Survive. We had a wonderful happy hour at the Abbey for Channel Q's one-year anniversary. We got to meet our winner, our big winner listener, who's a big fan from Houston. And then I topped it all off by going to Disneyland yesterday, which uh, I was exhausted.
2: Did you just say you topped? Never mind.
1: Go on. I, I, everyone knows I don't really top. <laughs> no, I do. Sometimes. All right. That's besides the point. I did go to Disneyland, but I went in the afternoon because mm-hmm. Katie had some kind of a work thing, which she never, ever works on the weekends. But she was like, I have to do this thing until like 2.30. So we didn't get down to Disneyland until probably 5 o'clock. Uh, we were able to, on a time crunch, get in six rides, which is pretty good, you guys. Mm-hmm. That's six. That's like a ride an hour. We in, left at I was going to
2: say, yeah, you guys got there at five, right? So. No
1: fast passes. We got that. We, so we did six rides, no fast passes Sunday and night, got dinner in.
2: Going on a Sunday night actually might be a really smart move. I, it seems like the, the park might be a little quieter then.
1: Well, they were also doing a, some kind of a Halloween event at uh-huh. California Adventure, so California Adventure closed early for some kind of like bootastical night of you trick love or treating. Any kind of boo
2: pun that you can. It, get your hands it was on. a
1: spooktacular. They said it was a spooktacular, Jared. Okay. I'm not even saying that they said it.
2: I'll allow it.
1: So there, were, it was confusing because there were a lot of people there in costumes. Mm-hmm. Disney character costumes, so then I was like, oh, look, it's Alice from Alice in My- Oh, no, that's just a housewife. Like, I had no idea who I was supposed to be taking pictures with.
2: Fun fact, when I was at Disneyland, I didn't know that adults cannot dress up as Disney characters when you go to Disneyland. That is banned.
1: Okay, they, it should be because yeah. I was extremely confused they
2: have like rules against it and that, the more I thought about it I was like oh yeah because anybody could just be walking around as Snow White and, no. and taking pictures with people but then like Disney has such high standards about every single thing that they don't want people being confused about who's who
1: no yeah the Alice in Wonderland I saw was pretty uh she, she didn't look her best. I, I would be like, wow, Disney's really lowering their standards on like who they are taking pictures with.
2: And they're making people pay to take money to, to yeah. take pictures with them. Yeah,
1: I did see Chewy, Chewbacca, got a picture with Chewie, mm-hmm. which was great. I was like, I definitely know that that's not a random person who has bought a ticket to Disneyland.
2: They're not Chewy adjacent. They're actually Chewy.
1: It was Chewy. We saw the Star Wars land. It was really awesome. Did you see it when you were there?
2: I didn't realize I had Park Hopper passes until the next day when I was throwing it away out of my pocket. And I was like, I could have gone to California Adventure. I yeah, didn't but realize you that.
1: saw, but the, the Star Wars land is at
2: Disneyland. Didn't see it. You
1: didn't see it nope. at all? <laughs> okay.
2: I was really upset with myself. Okay, the so there's a
1: ride there. It was really cool. I didn't go to the cantina. Did you go to the cantina, Ginger Justin? You did. How was the cantina? I saw the inside, but I didn't want to wait in line.
2: It's great. I mean, we had reservations.
1: Okay, that's so the we way were to able go. To walk. Yeah. Right, okay, because yeah. there was a long line. We were like, I don't have time for this. No. We're trying to get six rides in six hours. I wish
2: all of you could have seen Justin just scrambling to get to the. Yeah. Yes, booth.
1: I did. <laughs> yes, I went to the cantina. So I went on the you ride. You guys get mad at me though when I don't speak quickly enough.
2: Yeah. You. No. Yeah. Because we'll ask you a question and it'll be a break. Yeah, I actually yes, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I appreciate the scramble, but it was funny.
1: I really enjoyed the ride. There was there's I think two rides, but we went on one of them was open, but it was it was scary for me because when we got to you know, where you're about to get on the ride, they were like, "Okay, I guess you go in a group of six people, and like two people are pilots. There's two people that are engineers, and there are two people who are like the people shooting. And so you have to divvy up and decide who's going to play each role.
0: You weren't one of the pilots, were you? No, okay. of course. You because
1: were. we, Katie and I, got put in engineer status, which is the easiest one because everybody else is already obsessed with with the ride and getting the high points and stuff. So we were a group of two, and they were like, oh, "Okay, yeah, they're going to be the engineers. And I was like, "Great, thanks a lot. That being said. It was a blast. It was really fun, and I want to be a pilot next time. But that's not what (laughs) I'm talking about. I was in line for Guardians of the Galaxy because I hadn't been on that one yet. We got to talking to this girl who had been there a million times. She's Mm -hmm. a huge Disney fan. She works at Legoland, but is going to be working at Disney. We were talking. It was we were in line for like 40 minutes talking to her. So we're all chatting, and then it we. Eventually, it comes up in conversation where uh, Katie and I we're like, "Oh, Katie, yeah, this is my wife. We're actually married." And she went, "Oh, and she was young. She is graduating next semester. She's only twenty years old, so she's very young and and uh, she's you know a, 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 not a starving artist, but she does like theater and she wants to do all this stuff with Disney. And she's just 20. very like bright eyed, yes." Okay. So we're talking to her, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're married. We got married last year. And she goes, oh, that's so wonderful. I'm so happy. And she was like, I'm gay, too. And I was like, oh, yay, good for you. That's so great. I don't think I said specifically good for you, but I was like, oh, that's so nice. And she was like, yeah, it just makes me so happy to meet older gay
2: people. Oh, my God. No, she did not.
1: And we were like, ha. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah. And so we like went on the ride and she was like, we're like friends now. And then she was like, Party of three, like when we were going into the Guardians. Thing. I will kick you in your back. And so uh, me and her, like, me and Katie for the rest of the line were like like <laughs> making conversation, but kind of being like, oh. <laughs> and oh, then we left the ride god. and we were like, did you catch that she just called us old? Because I caught it, that is hilarious. I love meeting older
2: lesbians. Okay, so this is one of those moments where if I were with you guys and she's, I heard her say that to you guys, I would be in the background like,
1: <laughs> oh, and I would have been, I wouldn't even be able to hear it. I'm so old.
0: Did she help you buckle in?
1: She helped me do my. She helped me put my jacket oh my away. Oh and it was a lot of ups and downs. She's like, do you it need help crossing the street here? Hard on my arthritis. You okay? She explained how to get out of California Adventure oh afterwards. Oh
2: my God. I It's so you great to meet you. You have older. a
1: lovely time. <laughs> a lovely time! You're so brave. <laughs> You're so brave. <laughs> you paved the way for people like
2: me. <laughs> I always think about Amy Schumer talking about when people... Was she posed nude or something? She did. She was like, "You're so brave." And she was like, "That is not a compliment." (laughs) Um, I did not realize that's where that story was Mm. going. Oh, I love
1: meeting old lesbians. So, uh, Jarrett and the old lesbian come back right after this. Don't go
0: anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new
2: channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. Uh, you guys can follow us on the Tweet Machine, on the Insta Machine, both at DTS Show. That's Drop the Subject Show. Uh, DTS Show. And uh, you can send us DMs. You can tweet us. Or you can, uh, you know, just kind of stay engaged with the show or comment. Um, we got a new uh, DM just a few minutes ago from Jackie Estrada that says, uh, you're, um, this is my favorite radio show. And, oh, uh, of all of the radio shows? Of all of the radio machine shows, it's dropped the subject. It's Jarrett and the old lesbian. It, Jarrett and the old lesbian. You know, it's kind of nice to run into some older lesbians.
1: Just I love meeting older lesbians. I just love it.
2: Yeah, no. Um. They. They. they are kind of awful sometimes too but you know
1: old lesbians (laughs) they're kind of awful sometimes
2: they can be I Um, mean
1: if you if you're like if you don't get their dog breed right they're uh, like this is an Alaskan Malamute mixed with a pit bull god
2: Terry can you believe
1: (laughs) can you believe people (laughs) miss miss species my dog
2: (laughs) miss species my dog Terry (laughs) okay I love you Terry
1: (laughs) I love you Terry (laughs) I love that you take care of our Alaskan Malamute when she's on her period
2: every time I think about the gay wedding you're talking
1: Terry I <laughs>
2: in front of all these people
1: I want to profess my love for you ever since we moved in a week into dating I knew oh that you God. were the
2: one for me cut to them like driving away at a just married sign on the back of a Subaru with like organic vegetable cans in the background
1: organic vegetable cans that oh. is the perfect segue into oh our God. part two of the Monday mantra part <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nom, 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 nom. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'll oh, have that. Yas, 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 yas. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. it?
1: Jarrett, there are a lot of new foods that are going to be very trendy in 2020. They're health conscious. They are good for the environment and the planet in general.
2: And that's what's most important. And
1: that's what's most important. It's not me, it's my legacy. And my khaki shorts.
2: <laughs> my khaki cargo shorts and my
1: long khaki cargo shorts <laughs> and my converse with socks. <laughs> okay, this is uh, part two of the Monday Munch report. Where am I
2: supposed to just go on? And yes, on. we're
1: supposed to move on. We have to. So, Whole Foods, every year they release this list of some of the upcoming food trends that they think are going to make a splash in 2020. My
2: head is hurting. Usually,
1: these lists make you angry uh, because there are things, uh, let's just go through the list. There are going to be some things that are going to bother you. So, first on the list is is sort of a no brainer things that help the planet. Mm -hmm. It's all about regenerative agriculture now, it's all about farming practices that benefit the land and not having any preservatives and no GMOs and no MMOs and no OPYs. I'm just making things up now.
2: I've actually never heard most of those acronyms. But but
1: things that are, they'll write on the bag now, sustainably raised or sustainably farmed or something like Mm -hmm. that. So things that are sustainable, the ways that the food is being made is, is good for the environment and the planet, that we are going to see an uptick in.
2: Right. That makes sense. And I think that that should continue to grow because we should be doing things in ways that are sustainable for the earth or that are not full of all kinds of crap that we shouldn't be eating. So I think that's a good thing.
1: The only thing is that most of these companies that already make tons of food, they're just like, I don't know, okay, to slap a sustainably something on it because that's what everyone wants now. Or like simply chips. And you're like, oh, because it says simply, that means that it's much healthier. It must have
2: less ingredients. Nope.
1: Nope. All right. The second one, they say... Is more alternative flour. Oh. It's not about regular flour flour now. You can throw that out the window. I you mean, know, you hear about like tapioca starch and arrowroot starch and almond flour where it's, it's going to get even worse, people. Yeah. Say hello to tiger nut flour. What? Say hello to cauliflower flour. What? And coconut flour.
2: Coconut flour, I've, ha- well, I've coconut had. Coconut flour, sugar. fine. Yeah.
1: Cauliflower sucks. Can we all agree to stop making things out of it? Like, it's not... I don't... It's not a good pizza crust. It's not a good rice. And it's not going to make a good flour.
2: So, my feelings with cauliflower are really mixed. Because I I feel like... 50-50, I have something where cauliflower actually is good. Um, Yeah, when you like
1: douse it in buffalo sauce.
2: Well, yes, sometimes. Um, I think that cauliflower, I think people have to really work on like figuring out how to make it not have that cauliflower aftertaste. Because that's what's really gross (laughs) about cauliflower. Well, you mean what
1: is what makes it cauliflower? The thing
2: that tastes like cauliflower. (laughs) Um, Like if you can can get rid of the the gross aftertaste, cauliflower can sub in for some things.
1: Okay, all right. Agree to disagree. Yeah. The next thing is they predict that more people will be taking, uh, buying West African uh, food ingredients, and will be adopting more West African ways of cooking. So they believe that seasonings like moringa and tamarind they will be making their mm. way into even more juices, condiments, vegetable-based mix-in powders, things like that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, healthier single serve snack options. You know, when you have, you don't want to just, oh, the only thing that I can grab is a banana that's healthy. They're actually going to have little containers of things, you know, that are healthier, like drinkable soups, pickled vegetables and mini dips and dippers of all kinds. Hard-boiled eggs with savory toppings. Let me stop you there. More grab-and-goers.
2: Yeah, I'm going to lean back into the West African thing. <laughs> I don't know how I feel <laughs> Why don't about this. I just this. sit back into the yeah, tamarind? Yeah, I, I, 23andMe told me that I'm like 80% African, 81%, and a lot of it's West African. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about the hard-boiled egg. And I the, don't and the think I want deck.
1: like store-bought packaged deviled eggs. Yeah, hard pass. So also non-soy soy products because everyone's freaking out about soy. They started making soy protein, soy everything, and right. then they. Do but ri- what's
2: a non-soy soy product? So
1: no soy soy sauce is a thing that they're making uh, instead of soy milk. Okay. They're doing more like plant-based.
2: The new milk that, and I stuff I found, like that The new milk I found out about this week is made from peas. Yeah. It's it's they I mean it's an pea awful milk. name. pea milk is bad. But yeah. like but my uh, good friend she was buying it and she was like, Oh yeah, we had a recipe that called for pea milk. And I was like, first of all, why did it call for pea milk? But like <laughs> I think does that's anything thi- ever call for pea exactly. milk. Exactly. But um apparently that's a thing that's coming up now.
1: Yeah, we've got a couple more here. We'll get to them when we get back. This is the Money Report and this is Allie and Jared on Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject.
0: We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the
1: subject, the new Channel Q. All right, we've been talking on the Monday Munch Report about what the food trends of 2020 are going to be. This is according to Whole Foods, because Mm -hmm. they are the end-all, be-all of food trends, especially annoying ones. Them and BuzzFeed. Yes. Well, if they teamed up, well, that would be a quiz for
2: the ages. Oh, my gosh. It'd a be buzz, like, build your
1: dream house and we'll tell you about tiger nut flour. What
2: is tiger nut flour?
1: I don't know. I don't what know what a, any of this is. What is, is tiger
2: nut I'll be in a deep Google for a we've,
1: moment. Uh, we've learned so far that the trends they think are going to take off next year are anything sustainably raised it's or awesome. sustainably farmed, Those everyone's so going to be buying that.
2: Tiger nut milk.
1: What the heck? What is a tiger, a tiger nut? nut? Is this literally tiger's nuts?
2: What is okay? I don't think you can say that. I can't. Um, Justin's moving over to the dump.
1: <laughs> okay, I, says, I didn't get dumped.
2: It's clear. I, I did a, a quick goog. It says, "What is tiger nut flour?" Tiger nuts are not nuts, nor do they have anything to do with tigers. Tiger nuts are actually crunchy tubers that taste sweet <laughs> and nutty. I've bought a bag <laughs> that of that tiger nut ref- flour. We're
1: the yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the heck this is.
1: Tubers?
2: I don't know what that is. I can't is. believe
1: a tiger tuber. All right. We've also learned about uh, how West African ways of cooking are going to see an uptick, uh, healthier one-serve snack options, and non-soy soy -soy products, like non-soy soy -soy sauce and non-soy soy -soy crackers.
2: According to the people at TigerNuts.com, which (laughs) is a thing, Tiger Nuts are a new superfood.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's High fiber content that. that
2: keeps your body in shape. It's a substitute for cow milk. It's a source of ma- a great source of magnesium.
1: Oh, thank God! <laughs> I could use more magnesium. I've
2: been always looking like, uh, ugh, where can I get more magnesium? I
1: mean, have you seen X Men? Having a ton of magnesium is a definitely a plus. They have
2: a good amount of potassium, vegetable protein, and they can help control diabetes. And some of their properties, uh, tiger nut oil competes with olive oil.
1: Oh, of course. Every so, oil is, is in the mix now. If you go to goes. the oil section, it's not just olive oil. There's every single oil on the planet. They've
2: got oil oil. They do. Which is just oil. So the
1: next thing on the list is that they're going to make different types of butter. And this, of course, we started with Pain. peanut butter. Everyone loved peanut butter. Then you started doing
2: almond butter. Then you started doing cashew butter. Oh, you mean like other kinds of nut butters? Yes. Okay, I'm thinking like another kind of dairy butter, but okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that a lot of people are into ghee.
2: We have ghee
1: in our house,
2: but everyone's into ghee until they taste it.
1: Yes, but it's one of those things where if you eat it for long enough, it tastes normal again, which is where I'm at. I
2: could see that. Okay.
1: Uh, But then now when I have regular butter, I'm like, oh, yes, Lord. (laughs) So they're going to, they predict that there's going to be more uh, butters made from macadamia nuts, probably tiger nut, because it's such a superfood, as you mentioned. They also said that watermelon seeds are going to be used to make a butter of sorts as Why? well. So, watermelon butter will also be a
2: thing. Something else for me to be allergic to?
1: Now, let's talk about the children. Because they're the <laughs> ones who really lose in all of this. You can't have some cheesy tots anymore. You gotta have... a. Uh, happy fish tuk. salmon wedges what which is one of many things that are coming out foodie friendly things for kids your kids want chicken nuggets you got to go organic fish sticks try the non breaded salmon patties that are shaped like goldfish you know they're like not goldfish cra- crackers no they're just a slab of salmon okay. i feel horrible for these children that
2: sounds difficult and disgusting uh
1: there are now kid friendly Snack choices including roasted seaweed and lemon basil chia shortbread cookies.
2: Oh, cannot wait for the chia shortbread cookies.
1: I know by the look you're giving me that you can wait.
2: I actually will.
1: <laughs> I can and I will, and so can the kids. This is what I'm talking about. I understand that we're trying to make everyone healthier. I understand that obesity is a problem in the, in America, but these children, they need to know what that, good food tastes what like. What chicken
2: nuggets really are. The thing is, like, you can do chicken nuggets in a healthy way, like you know what I mean. You can like cut up a piece of chicken, maybe I don't know, bread it and bread then it yourself. cook it and bake it or fry it or whatever.
1: I'm looking right now at something that is in a pouch form, and it says salmon on it, and it's in the kids kids section. If there is anything made in pouch form with the word salmon on it, I don't think it's worth being a yeah, kid anymore. That sounds like a pass. That's awful. Uh, honey and maple syrup challengers. Pomegranate syrup, Lakanto monk fruit sweetener, sweet potato nectar, and Birch Bender's monk fruit sweetened pancake syrup in classic maple flavor.
2: Oh, my God. Now <laughs> that sounds like a good time in your mouth.
1: And then finally, no booze beverages. They think this is going to be a hot new trend. The non-alcoholic beer Craze. It's been around, but they think it's going to get even more so in 2020. Uh, hop tea, sparkling teas, athletic brewing company is going to be make, making some more fancy non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, and I don't like beer seltzer as beverages. beer, so
2: why would I want non-beer as beer?
1: Well, you can have a hop tea, sparkling tea. Whenever
2: people start making fake stuff, it makes me think about Wanda Sykes. And she talks about uh, that product, I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. And she was like, then what the hell is it? <laughs>
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. I deserve a shirt. Allie, Jared, drop the subject.
2: There's been a really, really big battle between my agents and the people here at Intercom. um, Agents, plural. About, yeah, my agent team. um, About something in my contract, and I hope Brian's listening, because (laughs) I'm... I'm getting really upset about it. Mm. And I this isn't something that you normally talk about on the air um because it's rather unorthodox, but I want a damn channel I Q shirt. I want t-shirt. a damn channel Q shirt. And if I don't get my t-shirt, listen, I will walk off this job.
1: I will I will uh not, but I will complain
2: about it more. <laughs> She's like, "I will still be here to be clear." I will right here. I will at- I, I have to take a stand for myself. You know it's ridiculous. It's important. I feel for like you to do that. I it's a it's a basic human right. You know, to, to wear to be able shirts to have with logos on them. I, I don't want to have to ask about it again. That's all I'm saying. I
1: would like a sort of ill-fitting shirt with <laughs> oh no. my job, with my radio station. I feel like if
2: anybody should have, like, well-fitting t-shirts, it should be Channel Q. Oh,
1: yeah. No. Like, I, yeah. I thought you were going to say me. I was like, no. 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 I'm
2: <laughs> saying, like, the gay radio station. If anyone should, <laughs> should
1: have well-fitting shirts, it should be you. It's the ones that fit you old really well. old lesbian.
2: Okay, these two uh, women have made history. They are astronauts, and the story comes from CNN. It says NASA astronauts Jessica Mir and Christina Koch, I think it's Koch, I'm not sure, it might be Koch, so forgive me if it's wrong, conducted the first all-female spacewalk outside of the International Space Station. The spacewalk um, was on Friday, and uh, it went well. According to both astronauts, they were even able to accomplish some get-ahead tasks on uh, the space station. Uh, This is the fourth spacewalk for Koch and the first for Mir. Based on their position on the platform, the astronauts were able to see the Earth pass beneath their feet, which is... Gotta be amazing. That's gotta be really cool to do.
1: Yeah, and I know that they had planned on doing this a while ago. I think they were gonna do it in March or Is this February. Where they didn't or something. have the suits? Yes. Oh, and they yeah. didn't have lady suits.
2: Right. That was the problem. I remember they were that. like, oh, we forgot about boobs. So there was a, there was a story last week that, that they are going to be all new space suits coming to uh I guess maybe next year or something coming to the, the International Space Station. Um but I think it was probably prompted by that story earlier this year.
1: Yeah, because they were about they were all ready to head out and then they were like oh we only have like we only really make it so that one woman can go with a bunch of guys so we need to make more The way they worded their apology was really bad Yeah Yeah.
2: it was weird So Uh, one of the interesting things about this story was it says the astronauts received a call from the White House during their spacewalk and I'm like oh that would kind of suck because then, then you're,
1: it's like you're on the biggest vacation of your life. Like you're not only forgetting about your hometown or like even America, you're forgetting about Earth. For yeah, a
2: minute. for a minute, you're you just can like really in space. let go. And then Donald Trump calls you. Ugh, it's like, worse than work calling. Freaking a, talk about send a voicemail. Hey, <laughs> exactly. What so, but then doing? today they were like correcting him or something, right?
1: Yeah. Well, he said. <laughs> Because he didn't say anything that was correct. Well, he said, quote, this is the first time for a woman outside of the space station. And that's absolutely not true. Uh, he was congratulating them over the phone and saying this, but they were like, um, I think you forgot about Svetlana Safitskaya, you know, which Savitskaya, we all do. Yeah, uh, She's a Russian astronaut. She did the first spacewalk in 1984. And then there were 14 other women...
2: Only fourteen others though.
1: Who followed in her footsteps. So, so
2: they're the first ones after the fifteen people who went before them. Exactly. Got so it. he's saying okay. this
1: is the first time for a woman outside of the space station, which if a man was saying that to me on the phone while I was at the space station, <laughs> I would be like oh, Lord. Thanks for mansplaining spacewalking to me. That's and, great. I'm and glad. To
2: the, the total of seventeen of us who have done this before. Right. Like,
1: Good for you. It's oh. the first time. for Oh, by the way, if you're out there, uh, I brought, I gave you some pledge. Could you just kind of give the ISS an, oh, a once-over? hell
2: no. <laughs>
0: Let's just give it a sweep. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Allison Johnson. Yep. Democracy has returned. Mm. To drop the subject, you've got a bell. I do. I've got some headlines. Let's get to voting. I've got the power. Um, this is actually one that came from uh, Ginger Justin. The headline says, "Jarrett, don't read." Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. First headline: Zoe Deschanel finally talked about Lauren. Stop
1: non- it! <laughs> lose it! Why is this making a double presence on the show today?
2: neither one of us cares. What has she even been story. doing? Apparently not being a new girl. Um, no. and, and probably having children. Okay. Actual headlines. Here we go. Um, you have heard about this. Miley Cyrus thought she had to be gay until meeting new boyfriend and thought, all guys are evil. You just got to find the good D. <sighs> Do you care Lose about the story? No. Lose it? Okay. Because this f-
1: I don't want to talk about a girl going straight again.
2: Yeah. Who like I don't want to give
1: pl- them the, the glory.
2: There you go. This football coach disarmed a student with a gun and then hugged him. Caught on video.
1: Oh. Okay, sure.
2: A driver is rescued alive after his car is impaled by logs from a truck in front of oh, him. Oh no. Final destination <laughs> comes to life, right? Yeah. Um Active Clothing Brand launches ad featuring a bound Trump.
1: Mm, Lose it.
2: Okay. WordGenius.com, word word of the day, is reticulation. Oh. Sounds like something that you need to do on your own, Yeah,
0: exactly. All right,
2: we've got three headlines coming up. All those things are next.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: Justin, could you please do me a favor and cue up that News It music? Mm Mm-hmm. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It.
1: Was this guy at We Can Survive?
2: That's a jam. I think he was. He did not perform that hit at We Can Survive. see
1: the rotating stage. Yeah. And then it's just dun 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 everyone's like, what is going on?
2: Right. And then it just keeps rotating. Yeah. Exactly. And now... It
1: just goes to Camila Cabello.
2: Um... Okay, so this first story is, I mean, extraordinary. It comes from CNN, and the headline says, This football coach disarmed a student with a gun, then he hugged him. It says, A high school football and track coach in Portland, Oregon, was celebrated as a hero earlier this year after he disarmed a student with a shotgun. The student walked into a classroom at Park Rose High School, um, this was back in May, intending to use the firearm to take his own life. Ooh. But um, this is according to the district attorney um, there in, in in Oregon. It says, at the time, reports said the coach named Keenan Lowe tackled the student. But according to the emotional surveillance footage that was just released this past week, Lowe did oh. nothing of the sort. I was like, what is emotional surveillance footage? I well, didn't
1: know that they have specific.
2: Yeah, it says, instead, he embraced the student. The footage shows the student identified, um, I, I won't use his name, but it says, walking down the hallway where the camera is filming. He moves out of view as he enters the classroom right behind Lowe. Seconds later, people begin running through the hallways. Lowe is seen backing out of the classroom with the shotgun in his right hand with his other arm uh, the coach holds the, students at, uh, the student at arm's length and another staff member enters the hallway and takes the gun from low. Then he wraps his arms around the student. Um, the coach rubs his back and holds him close. They're later seen sitting on the floor of the hallway as police arrive and arrest the student. Um, this student was coming to kill himself in that classroom and the coach happened to be there. Um, and it's just an extraordinary story because that could have obviously went very, very differently very quickly. Yeah,
1: no, it definitely could have. And I, I always think about how, you know with all of the school shootings that have been happening and and you know the suicide rate going up in schools to see the training that some of, not specifically like he responded to training, but there a lot of the teachers and the staff are getting trained more, and students are too, on how to react in these situations, because I think at first it was just pandemonium freak out, yeah. and the fact that this coach was able to s- remain calm and disarm this guy, because yes, maybe he was going to take his own life, but then also people <laughs> can do other things. You, yeah. know, you have a gun and you might... Just decide, hey, why don't I take other people down with me or something crazy like that? So, I mean, to remain calm and to act in that way, I can't imagine. I mean, I I would never be able to imagine myself in that situation what I would do, but that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, I... I I can't imagine what it's like to be a teacher and uh, have so many young lives like uh, in your care every single day. And I always think teachers, um, I think it's a great shame that teachers are paid so little. It seems like one of the jobs that should be the highest paying job. It should be. Um, But like to see moments like this really shows you like the real impact and relationship that that teachers and coaches have with their students. Um, To be able to be there for them in a moment like this to stop a student from doing something that, you know you can't take back right yeah um they always say like um temp- that suicide is a temporary solution is a, a a permanent solution to a temporary problem um and whenever i think about suicide i always hear um yama Van always says like um when a person wants to kill themselves it's not that they want to die it's just that they don't want to feel the pain anymore and i think about that with this student like he obviously was going through a lot and the idea of bringing that to school and to doing it at school or trying to do it at school.
1: Well, that's, that's why I believe that mental health services should start younger and have more resources for kids that are in high school. Because my, my wife's uh, father is in, he's a a counselor at high school Mm -hmm. and he has talked about the increase in the amount of emotional and uh, and psychological stress that these students are being put under with, with the internet, online bullying and all that stuff. And, the kids don't feel like they have resources enough and he's also like I'm kind of a career counselor like I can help them with like what college to go to but I don't necessarily have the resources to help somebody in a situation like this so it's hard
2: Um, I just tweeted out the video so you guys can see the article and uh, the video is pretty amazing so we've got two more stories coming up one story and the word of the day which I don't know this word's got me nervous I haven't looked at the definition yet so uh, those things are coming up next
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Channel Q. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh Allie and Jarrett, drop the subject. <laughs>
1: hanging out with you. Oh, by the way, you can still <laughs> submit for the gayest news headline of the week. We have four finalists that we have shared with you. We share them every Friday, and then we put them up on Instagram story. For your voting pleasure, you can still vote. Just go to DTS show at Insta- uh, on Instagram. And the uh, the headlines are as follows. These are the options very quickly. Penetration testing becomes the hot new trend of the 2010s. State softball recap: Beatrice finally lets loose. I mean, that's a great one. That's my vote. D backs are wide open after wild week in college football. And then finally, I was rear-ended, so I got the number of the guy who did it. Or did I?
2: Or did I?
1: <laughs> so, well, speaking of getting rear-ended,
2: open. this uh, this next story from Newsit is wild. Headline from CNN says, a driver is rescued alive after his car is impaled by logs from a truck. Now, Rescued Ali-
1: alive is definitely... Much better than, than any the of the other things. Right. Yeah.
2: This fo- the photos from this, I'm going to tweet out the link in just a moment. The t- photos from this are freaking wild, but what happened is, uh, is even wilder. It says a Georgia driver made it out alive after he rear-ended a log truck and his car was <sighs> impaled by logs from the front windshield to the back window.
1: Mm. Well, that's your fault.
0: You rear-ended well, hold on. somebody.
2: Hold on. Fortunately, the driver suffered only minor injuries. The driver apparently was leaning down to get something he dropped when he ran into the log truck. The department uh, the the police department shared images of the scene. Look at his car. Oh, his the,
1: car is completely gone.
2: All the way completely the whole front windshield is completely filled with logs. He had literally bent down just in time, like he he dropped something, picked it up, and in the space that his head was in is the only space where no logs came. I mean And it says the the police officer say, uh it was as if it, it was almost created for just his head. Like, just yeah, that like, space. it
1: fits perfectly. It is a, a giant bundle of logs that looks like, it looks like Zeus or something made a bundle of logs and then threw it through somebody's car threw window. his car window. Like, and like, it's sticking out like someone intended for to it to hit, go exactly. through that car. Like, it
2: was exactly the right size. And the idea that he was bent down and missed and was completely missed by all these logs feels so, like, Final destination it is wild to me that this man is alive.
1: I mean, hey, you know, people don't like tree cutting and things like that. They say it's bad for the environment, but that this saved his life. Isn't that crazy? Um, so Okay, so this is a final, but then if what was he going to get, did they say?
2: Where was he going?
1: No, no, what did he lean down to pick up?
2: Oh, he they'd say that he just dropped something, they didn't say what it was. They well, also Well,
1: that item is very important.
2: I mean, it was probably his phone or something. You know what I mean?
1: But it could, I mean, it could have been anything.
2: Well, CNN called multiple police departments in the area, and it's still unclear what, if any, charges uh, that driver might face. But, like, my gosh, can you imagine, like, this is one of those moments that I feel like changes someone's life. You know what I mean? And
1: then you get out of the car, and you're like, hey, do we need to call our insurance companies? (laughs) It's just like, you don't want to just exchange information. (laughs) Just, you know, like, I I don't know. It doesn't look that bad to me.
2: Listen, this man's car... Whoa! I just, I don't know how you get up and walk away from this this situation unchanged. Like you've got to feel like there's a God above looking out for you or something, because there's no possible way he would have survived that otherwise.
1: No, oh, no, definitely. I'm still even even picturing him leaning down to get something. I don't know how he survived. I, exactly. Looking at those pictures. Exactly. Like, did you lean all the way down into he the He had like, to <laughs> really be down pedals? in there.
2: Exactly. Okay, the word genius.com word of the day is reticulation. It's a noun. Any guesses?
1: Uh, it's doing a little gent- a gentle shimmy. Reticulation, like this. Tick, tick
2: is that just for the Taylor <laughs> Swift music that's funny um, it says a pattern or system of interconnected lines that resembles a net cool the network <laughs> the network <laughs> of cracks or wrinkles that can appear during a photographic emulsion the interwoven oh, veins those. the interwoven veins of a leaf uh, produce an organic pattern of reticulation you, you know, know like the pattern of
1: so like people are afraid of a bunch of holes close together they can also be afraid of the netting on leaves and things like that are probably. they really Probably. Is that a thing? I mean,
2: it is now. They're like, oh, it's reticulationophobia. I have reticulatophobia. <laughs> That's a thing.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
2: I'm realizing Ginger Justin lied to me. I, I ran to the bathroom. He said we have three minutes and 30 seconds. So I set my clock for three minutes
1: Oh, and we came back and you had four seconds left. Exactly. Did
2: you run to the bathroom or did you saunter to the bathroom? Okay, first of all, how dare you? You
1: were also hovering outside the door for a while. I was, hitting,
2: like, a, I was hitting a mean body roll in the window. Um, you so were
1: doing a body yeah, it was a roll pretty in the good window. One. Okay. We've been chatting about this. Uh, since the weekend, we were talking about any regrettable emails that we've sent or, or regrettable text messages. We're just talking now about times you hit send when you, weren't, when you probably shouldn't have. And upon investigating many stories from listeners, delving into my personal history, and also reading Reddit, I have determined that people send regrettable emails and text messages for the following reasons. Breakups. General anger and customer service.
2: Customer service?
1: Mine has to do with a, a, a angry rant to a customer service personnel that ended up being my fault.
2: Oh, yeah. And you can't take that one back. I can't take it back. <laughs> you can't take that one back. I yeah.
1: had ordered some shirts, for some Butch Pal T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was for a... Oh, I'm sorry. No, this was chapsticks. Because I did another convention where I was going to hand out chapstick Mm -hmm. for all of the lesbians at the convention. Tell them about Butch Pal for the straight gal. Very exciting. I ordered these chapsticks... And was waiting for them in the mail. It was like the day before I was supposed to leave. And I was like, where the hell are these things? And the website was like, we print everything in a hurry or something like they, It was like, <laughs> we will print this immediately and get it to you on Chapstick time. Like Overnightchapstick.org. That was yeah. their whole MO. <laughs> it was overnightchapstick.com. So it was the day before. And I was like, where the hell are these things? And I started corresponding with somebody who couldn't find my information, was looking it up, say, I don't think, oh, when did you place the order? When did this? Could you give me order number? I'm sorry. We don't have. And eventually I was like, this is your like, this is what you guys do. You have one job. This is I, I wrote the most scathing email. It was long. It was angry. I couldn't contain my anger. And then she finally figured out that I had it saved as a draft. And I never hit order, oh, yay. and it was all my fault. So that's an email that I regret sending
2: you because stank.
1: I I went on an angry rant, and then it was also my fault.
2: That one you can't you. Yeah. Oh, Justin, thank you. That's one of my favorite sounds of all time. Um, my grandmother says when I was a little baby, I would hear that and I would go, oh, and she's like, how did you know that that's what that sound was as a baby? Um, so that one is really, really embarrassing because she knows that, you know, you're wrong and you're like in the conversation with her. That's just bad. And
1: she probably sent it going. I'm never going to hear back from her. Yeah. And she didn't. I didn't yeah. respond after that. Um,
2: Yeah, I think for me, my, the email I regret sending, um, so I met a guy, this is like back in college, met a guy, we immediately really liked each other, started dating, and then a few months in, I was just like, I was ready to move on. And (laughs) I sent him this email, because I like to write things so that I can say everything that I'm feeling. So I wrote him this long email, and it was essentially saying that I was bored in the relationship. (laughs) And like in the moment, it was like, I just want to be honest and tell you how I'm feeling. And like didn't even think about like how freaking rude that is to say to a person. And it wasn't even necessarily what I was feeling. It was it was just a really poor choice of words uh, all the way around. No. How long ago was this? This was like 12 years ago. Okay. This was college. And you still think about it. I still feel bad about it because we are like very good friends now. Oh. And like and every time I,
1: so your friends are boring is what you're saying no
2: not, and like that was the thing like it wasn't even boring like we just like had like settled into the relationship very quickly you know staying over at each other's house mm-hmm. having dinner at each other's house like that kind of thing Um, and like I I feel I always feel bad about it, even to this day even though that we're friends and he's never said anything bad about it but it's one of those things where I continually feel guilty about saying that to him because I'm like he didn't deserve that and that wasn't what I was trying to say and I was trying to be as loving as possible but I was like I'm just really bored yeah and like, I don't feel like I'm and, and he was just like oh
1: hey but you know what good for you for even breaking up with somebody because no one breaks up with people ever anymore everyone's just like I'm gonna ghost you yeah. this is over and you know if you break up with somebody in person or even over text message sometimes that's better than what most people out there are doing
2: yeah uh, I guess I'm a better person than most you when you are. put it that way. So don't
1: feel bad. Okay. <laughs> Just don't ever write me an email about me being bored. About being bored. Uh, here's another one that has to do with the breakup. This is from Reddit. Broke up with a girlfriend of several years. Breakup was as amicable as a breakup could be. Three years later, I run across some of her stuff. Uh oh. I acquired her email address from a friend and politely asked if she would like the stuff back. She didn't want it back. We trade a couple of hey, polite, catching up emails. The last email I received was an accidental reply-all showing that she was sending the emails to a friend while making fun of me for contacting her.
2: Oh.
1: So they spent a whole thread talking crap about this person, and then they accidentally reply-all to include oh, them. No. Yeah. Uh, one more before we get out of here. I got an email. This is a... Uh, An angry response to not customer service, but potential spam. Last year, I got an email that looked like spam and it said, please submit your SAT scores to blah, blah, blah at blah, blah, blah dot com. I responded, please go F yourself. Oh, no. And then I forgot all about it until the HR woman showed up in my office with my boss. (gasps) The person seemed to have several had several contacts with VP level people. In response to my email, but she had just thought it was spam, so she was like, F you. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. (laughs) Lose, lose.
2: I I hope you had a new job, sir.
1: Yes, and uh, on the bright side, happy endings are just around the corner, so don't go anywhere.
0: (laughs) Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Allison. Yes,
2: Jared. It? <laughs> it is almost time. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a conversation with Justin about the words I'm not allowed to say on the radio and doing a, a Google search of like, what does the FCC say that I can't say?
1: I mean, it's it's worth a quick Google search. It, it is. really is. We'll have that it's on the show It's actually technically tomorrow. part of our compliance training, I was but gonna
2: still. Say, yeah, tomorrow on the show, we'll go through the list of things I'm not allowed to say.
1: Oh, I would love that.
2: <laughs> Justin's like, oh my God.
1: Justin, can we? Please. Can we talk about words we're not allowed to say? Please, Justin. You're a doo-doo head. Please.
2: Uh, All right. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time for gay news the gayest news headlines of the week ali you put up our um the gayest news headlines last week onto the instagram and everyone voted and uh you got some results
1: i do i have an official winner so without further ado gayest news headlines
2: why are you gay
1: (laughs) i don't know i always try to answer that question for myself i'm just an old lesbian who doesn't know what she's talking about headline number one Penetration testing becomes the hot new trend of the 2010s. And we still haven't looked that up. (laughs) Headline number two, state football recap, Beatrice finally lets loose. Headline number three, D-backs are wide open after Wild Creek in college football. And finally, headline number four, I was rear-ended, so I got the number of the guy who did it. Or did I? Or did I? So those were your five, uh, four finalists this week for Gayest News Headline of the Week. And the voting is in. The voting has commenced. There are no recounts needed. No. And the official winner... By a landslide is headline number one, penetration testing becomes the hot new trend of the 2010s. <laughs> a close second was I was rear-ended, so I got the number of the guy who did it, or did I?
2: Um, also important, since we're talking about the importance of democracy, for all of our ca- our listeners in Canada, um, Canada, today is your election day, so make sure you get out and vote. Um,
1: ah, vote.
2: Yeah. a. Is <laughs> that what the stickers say? I don't know. Yeah, vote I voted. A?
1: Eh? (laughs) We're so dumb.
2: Yep. And now it's
1: time for happy endings. There was a lot that we enjoyed doing this weekend, but of course there are always things that are a little bit sad times, so it's important that we take some of those things and we find a silver lining, we look at a positive, and then we... Turn it right back around on you and give you something positive to take into the rest of your day. Does anyone want to go first for happy endings today?
2: I think Justin should. He wasn't even, like, working during the commercial break, which tells me that he must be really prepared.
1: All right. Jared has no happy ending. Go ahead. <laughs> Andrew
2: <you're> Justin. <laughs> I do have one, for the record. It doesn't have a period on it yet, but that's not what we're talking about. Go on, Allie, Sure, you were called an old lesbian at Disneyland this weekend, but at least between that and your new short haircut, you walked right on to the Little Mermaid ride with no questions asked.
1: That's true.
2: Oh, because you do have the baby feet. I, even though I, you're an old lesbian,
1: I have a baby face with wrinkles on it, so oh. I don't know what that. No, that means. was
2: an Ursula reference. Oh. Sorry, I didn't make that more
1: clear. <laughs> Blue. Blue. all right here's my happy ending <laughs> yes felicity huffman is still in prison she's in the the whamwo the the grave hotel what are the, all the words that you're saying that I, told? I don't know okay well i made up two new ones there you go <laughs> yes felicity huffman is in the big house and she's still got a few more days left but take our advice It's something minor. In the real scheme of things, your life is pretty much okay, and you really should not cry over spilled tiger nut milk.
2: (laughs) Well played. Okay, that's what we call a callback. That's a callback in com in comedy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a callback.
1: That's a callback. And what's yours?
2: I've actually got a callback myself. Okay. Um, Donald Trump may still be president for at least another year, one month, three weeks, and six days. but on the bright side it may only be that long until he's on his way to the old who's gal the stony lonesome the bucket club club. (laughs) Fed. You know The who's gal The who's gal I mean what is that word I
1: love that word More than any other it's word
2: so right now, so good That and the stony lonesome I mean Stony
1: lonesome
2: What else Like I mean Why is on. there
1: not a movie Called stony lonesome With Clint
2: Eastwood We're now working on that Okay That's it's actually his grinder profile name Actually Stony
1: lonesome It is now Alright if you want to Swipe on stony lonesome Just head on over <laughs> to Grindr And we will see you tomorrow
0: For a live show Bye bye
2: Have a good one On the next On the next Drop the subject On the next show, Dr. Jen is talking to us about a new study that says a pretty horrifying trait in men is actually the most attractive to women.
1: Plus, for Just the Tip Tuesday, we'll go over the do's and don'ts of concert etiquette.
2: And since we all just went to a concert together, this could get personal.
1: Right, like Jared is 6'3". Should he have stood in front of me for Lizzo? Probably not.
2: Or like Allie was drunk and singing to the top of her lungs the entire time with her phone up.
1: All right, you know what? You need
0: to calm down. Me too loud. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, on the new Channel Q.